Hi, this is Karina Ganters, host of Behind the Pen, and you're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Gantis, your host for Behind the Pen. I'm an award-winning author of 14 books, a YouTuber, podcaster. I run Author Assist, which helps authors with their promotion and marketing. And I'm also the host of the radio show Author Assist on the Artist First Radio Network. Today, my special guest is Athena Goodman. Welcome to the show, Athena. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm you excited know, to be here. You're in the US right now. Yes, I am. I'm in Greece. You're in Greece, really? I want to go there. And your name, of course, is Greek. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) My mother named all her kids, but a Greek name. (laughs) Really? Yes. (laughs) Why? Why? Her love for Greece or just love the names? I think both. (laughs) I think that was her desire to travel there and, and stay there. She was in oh. Panama actually for a while, but she was hoping to stay there. Uh, have you been to Greece at all? Not yet, but I've been waiting. I've been trying to plan a trip. Oh, well, it will happen, I'm sure. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so um, behind the pen is for anyone that holds a pen. It's for artists, musicians, writers, illustrators, um, directors, screenplay writers, authors. Um, Normally when someone has a talent like this, there's normally a couple of things that this person can do. So it's not just one talent you have. So why don't you tell me what your talents are, Athena? Talents, there's a lot of them. Ah. Uh, Let's see, (laughs) that's a lot. Okay, so um, I write, but I write not just uh, stories, but I write songs. I have a song, a new song that's coming out. Uh, I li- write um, poems, uh, and I just write, like write, period, children's books, adult books, uh, mysteries, uh, uh, autobiographies. So, so there's a whole variety. Huh? You're a musician and an author. And a missionary. In and a, a missionary. <laughs> Lovely. <Yes. laughs> so t- let's, let's go back to the songwriting. I mean, when did that start and how did that take off? Uh, that song, actually, I was, um, I started writing at age of nine. So everything, including a poem, I just was talking about a poem um, a minute ago. And this poem I wrote when I was nine years old, it's called Smile. Wow. And uh, <laughs> And then um, I started writing a few years ago. I think I was going through a very difficult time. And uh, there's a song, I, I just started writing down these, all these things that was in my mind. And there was a day I was actually running for a marathon the next day in, at <laughs> Disney World. Uh, so, wow. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I just wrote this bunch of things. And um, the next day I know when I went back to it, I just started saw, seeing all these words that came out of it. So I started writing a song. And this, this music started coming inside of me. And I was just like, oh, this goes here. And I keep going. And so the word, the song was entitled Winds of Change. 
And so it was, yeah, it was perfect because it was the wind that was blowing me in the, in the marathon uh, on Disney. And it's also that was propelling my life forward, everything I've been doing, whether it's running the race, whether it's living my life, whether it's um, writing the books. So winds of change. So do you sing? Uh, I used to, yes. <laughs> I was trained classically. Uh, I don't uh -huh. usually sing um, uh, conventional songs or what they call pop culture songs. No. Um, I sing mostly in the opera. Wow. Oh, no, sorry. You're going to have to, you're going to have to get me that song. You, can you sing it? Just a couple of, couple of uh, lines from it. My song, the one that we sing, this one is not opera. This one is a, like a ballad. Uh, Winds see. of change. Yeah. I've been waiting silently in the corners of my mind. Lingering in the shadows of yesterday's left behind. Dreams I once believed in and hoped to someday see had slipped into a hollowness of a shell I used to be. Then one day, a glimmer of fire came bursting deep within. As pieces of my soul cried out, a new season must begin. And fear and trepidation couldn't hold me back no more. As I mount onto the wings of love, bursting up my prison doors, winds of change set me free into a world of possibilities. Winds of change, be kind to me. Open up your heart as you change my destiny. Yay! <laughs> Wow. So is that the first song you've ever written? Did it just come to you or you've been doing it for a while? Um, this is actually the first one I actually sat down and wrote. I wrote, I wrote it down. Wow. I actually went to take guitar lessons and I learned how to play the guitar at that time. So that's, I sat and recorded amazing. and played it. <laughs> <laughs> normally you know when you're when you're a writer you like you say you, you write your books you write your poetry you do your songs I've done all that I've never tried uh, recording a song myself but I've uh, written songs and um, it all comes together and it's just saying something what what made you something triggered you that made you have that song in your heart and it needed to come out. So what was it that, that made you write that song? It was actually a very difficult experience um, okay. that I was having. Um, I can explain it though. I was actually, um, I was, mm, I was getting ready to lose my house. I think it was getting ready to get closed on. And um, you know, life had changed. It was getting really tough. Uh, but at the same time, I had, you know, had the forethought to find a real estate agent and try to have them to put in the market and sell before the actual foreclosure happened. So um, it was put in the market and then this was in uh, January, like in January, mm -hmm. I think second or something like that. I, I ran a race in, in Disney, um, mm -hmm. the, the 26.2 ma ma marathon. And on that day that I was running that song, I mean, the other day I was running that race, the house was actually sold. So it sold within four days of being in the market. That was oh, the most amazing wow. thing ever. Exactly. And it was like, it made enough for me to change my life, pay off the bills and, and, and then I moved on. 
and and that's where uh, the winds of change is like you're running and you're thinking all these things in your mind and all of a sudden you see things like um quotes from Mahatma Gandhi from Oprah Winfrey can and I they ask say in you your mind something? go ahead sure go ahead the the race you did were you doing that for charity yes actually have you ever heard of the phrase give yes. and you will receive ah yes man yes this is what's happened for you you were giving your time and your effort to charity by doing that race and you received the the sale of your house and so all your worries were taken away isn't that amazing isn't that amazing <laughs> it was incredible because when, when I walked off and that off that stage and I got I was told that you got the house was sold and everything else it's like I flew I was flying yeah I, I couldn't believe it I, I, ah, wow it was incredible and it, it was it, it was for the stroke actually American Stroke Association slash American Heart Association. oh beautiful so yeah so it's interesting there you go you see just goes to show <laughs> it does work <laughs> Um, so let's get to your books because okay. I am, um, I check them out, of course, like I'm not supposed to, but um, <laughs> I, I, I've never, I think once when I was a child, I got one of these adventure books where it gives you, tells you two choices and you go to a different page for the choice you've made. Yeah. But yeah. your books are different. How, how mm -hmm. do your books work? It's very unusual. <laughs> I just had the same discussion with another group uh, from the Philippines. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. So I was explaining that uh, I want to explain that I started off with mystery. I love uh, Nancy Drew. I love uh, the Hardy Boys. Mm -hmm. um, and today I love Agatha Christie. It's <laughs> just one of my favorite. Who doesn't? Uh, and so, yeah. And uh, I had the, the um, I'm not sure how I would say this, but I ended up uh, reading some of uh, Dan Brown's books. I saw the movie, but I didn't understand it quite. But when uh, I read the book, I was which so one? <laughs> which one? Uh, da Vinci, the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> oh my God, that blew my mind. That blew my exactly. mind, Athena. I went straight down, running down to my kitchen where I had an embroidered picture of the Last Supper. And I looked at it and I went, holy moly, it's a woman. Oh. <laughs> and it just blew my mind it really did mary madeline was in the picture of the last supper standing beside jesus oh wow so yeah uh dan brown he goes on a little bit though like a teacher like he's trying to teach you something and it can get a little yeah. bit a little bit boring in some parts so you have to skip the pages yeah. to get to the good parts i love the film and I love the film yeah. for age, uh, Angels and Demons, was it called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, the book was was okay, but the films were much better than the books, I thought. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, but in on. my stories, yes, yeah, so you said, um, basically the idea of the seventh riddle was um, to have not only the characters uh, solve this puzzle, like I, for example, I wanted the character to go ahead and run around trying to get after $1 million. It was, you know, driven by greed, and it was also a revenge aspect to it, whereby the, one of the characters was trying to extract revenge, and this one, this one individual, the antagonist, and so, um, so it came together with that storyline, that concept, and then I thought, 
well, okay, let's put seven riddles in there and have the audience engage with the right with the with the characters so that they can actually start to um, to 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 solve the puzzles themselves. Um, not only just engage by themselves, but engage globally. How about let's have them interact with other people, uh, play the games, play the puzzles, um, and then you know do something for charity um, as a group, as a team, because. We have like, for example, we have a game that's coming out in August 28th. Uh, it's, a, it's an island um, by an Animal Crossing. I don't know if you're aware of the Animal Crossing craze mm -hmm. that was going on last year by Nintendo. Um, so the person, there's this group called Crunchy Island and they designed the most amazing, difficult islands. Um, and people from all over the globe, hundreds of thousands of people get together and they try to solve these things. Um, so we're fortunate that they actually designed a special island for us just based on this book itself. And people are going to get to come on there and they can get to solve riddles and win money. They're going to win up to $10,000, even probably more. Um, wow. Win prize prizes. Like, for example, we have a prize that we're giving away. One of our first prizes, um, a little less prize. But it's this. We're giving away the Nintendo Switch. Oh, my daughter's wanted one of them for the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it took forever to find one, but I have up with two of them. I even have one that's specifically um, Animal Crossing designed. Uh, so we, we have that contest going on. And it's so while we're engaging people globally, they can solve riddles and puzzles. And we don't just want it to be as simple as a, a, a riddle because the riddles are easy. People can look up most riddles on the internet and find an answer. So I want something riddles. a little bit more challenging. Yeah. I, like I want riddles. something a little bit more challenging. You love riddles? <laughs> you have to tell me when I have to. <laughs> um, so I wanted something a little bit more. I, I decided to try doing a second with the CIA, the FBI, and say, okay, how can I make um, this more intriguing in the writing so that um, uh, we can have like something else behind the scenes? And so I started studying things about the Nevada code. Um, so there's a bunch of different types of uh, um, like Morse codes and things like that. In fact, mm -hmm. it's also on one of the books. I don't think if anybody noticed in the bottom of the book, there's a Morse code that's written down there where it's a, it's a clue, another clue that people ah, don't realize. Crafty. And then there's something called a uh, rebus. Uh, rebus is basically um, images. And if you look, you'll find on the first book, on the second episode, you'll find a bunch of little um, images of items. And if you, if you identify what the image is, for example, I'll just give you one there's a, a, a hand motion that goes like this. And this is a symbol from Korea that's, that means love. So you will use the word L from the word love, the first letter of the word, and you'll get the same thing. You'll have all the different characters. You put all the letters together and then you spell out a word. You don't make it easy, do you? <laughs> well, it's, no, it goes from easy to hard. That's the thing. Yeah, I would, I would know what that is. Of course I would. <laughs> How would I know that's from Korea? <laughs> <laughs> but because we're going globally everybody's going to interact and talk about it. that's the thing we get people talking and having conversations and smiling and laughing that's it's just not about i i mean i we, everybody can write a book but can you write a book that brings the world together yeah that's and then it. at the same time doing something for greater good and let me i mean let me explain that great good for a sec go ahead um you have a question yeah you're is it like you've got a website or a forum where everyone goes and talks about the books and talks about the clues and that? Yes, we have a Discord group on uh, Facebook. Ah, all um, right. The Seven Riddle Discord group, yeah. And also, I think the good man.
and um, in, any of the social media, you'll find Athena Goodman, whether it's in the in Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube. So under those names, or even my website, athenagoodman.com. So any of those sites, you'll find us and the groups um, that are discussing and talking about these and sharing about these. Okay. Uh, so you can tell me about <laughs> the charity side. Yes. So I'm a missionary. Remember I mentioned that part yes. earlier. Um, so one of the things I do is I travel overseas um, and I do free dental clinics um, in third world countries. And, you know, the challenge that I used to find there is that you'll go there and you'll start around maybe nine o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you have to start eight. And then when you get there, you'll find that the lines are so long. Yeah, oh, my goodness. They just go from one village to the next. Yeah. And people, you you find a village and you think it only has like 20 people in it. And then you'll find it has thousands. I'm like, where are these people coming from? <laughs> but you, even though you stay there for three days, you never get to, to finish the whole line. You don't want to it's stop. Kind of you, it must be difficult having to stop no. and knowing these people are waiting for you for this free treatment, mm -hmm. but you've got to leave. You've got to sleep. You know, you've got to eat something. <laughs> Wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. In fact, that's a force me out to eat because I can work 12 hours straight mm. just working on patients. And sometimes we get up to like 700 patients a week. Wow. Uh, we, have, we may work like some days, three, uh, no, three days. I work three days in a location. And so the number of patients we actually see is up to 700. Um, and that's quite intense because in the U.S. alone, if you go to a dental office, you're only seeing 10, 15, 20 yeah. patients a day. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so you know, seeing those patients and working with them was one thing, you know, COVID stopped our ability to go out and work right now. Um, so I haven't worked in the field, done a mission trip since uh, April, the year before 2019. Yeah. Um, so what we have decided to do is uh, we are interested now as a team, I have a team of medical doctors from all over the world, and uh, we're looking to create, um, buy a medical van, a mobile medical clinic, and uh, uh, work partner with um, either Gavi or the CDC or many of the areas that are creating the COVID vaccine and to uh, get the, the processes and the materials and the know-how to be able to make the manufactured vaccine in, in Uganda, for example. Um, once we start there, we can actually start to distribute out the vaccine globally in those areas. So all in East Africa, traveling around to different places with that van and administering the vaccine and then getting that that place up to where we are in the U.S. We are actually doing pretty good in terms of, you know, um, I think we have how many millions of people we have vaccinated already? Mm. Uh, we have more than 50% of our population is vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, even Massachusetts itself is very good. So how on earth did you get permission and get the backing to do something like that? Well, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm actually working on that. Uh, I work with uh, different, my state office, for example. Um, I've worked on a few uh, campaign offices and things that are helping uh, people to get into offices, to mm. uh, work in certain types of projects. Uh, and so that I am also reaching back out to them and saying, hey, you know, um, there's this project here. I just actually became an ambassador, by the way, um, for a one of the companies called HV8 in uh, in Philippines, um, oh, and that's cool. a medical organization that we are bringing, uh, that's helping to bring medical services here in the U.S. Um, and so the mission is, while we're doing that, bringing the services outside as well. 
So mm. full of exchange of services. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping this kind of provides us with an opportunity to out to hear for people that are working in these organizations to hear our need and our and our plans and uh, to come and join partners with us. You know, we're still working in the okay and then we, you know connecting with different people, trying to get the connections. Um, but you know, and at the same time, we already have a clinic established there. Um, we're just preparing ourselves and being ready for that. Um, and this this whole project is about you know getting all the resources, all the medical equipment, all the medicines, whatever else we need for the other side of things while we're waiting for the COVID part of it. Yeah, because I mean, you'd have to go quite high up to get permission yeah. to do something like that. Well, uh, you will think that Gav, COVID, I mean, sorry, Pfizer and Moderna, and I actually have reached out to them and I've spoken to them several times. Um, but it turns out that you, you have to go to the CDC, um, who's also dealing with the Department of Health and Human yeah. Services, also dealing exactly. with Gabby. So exactly. there's a lot of different lines. But you yeah. know, one thing I find, and let me say the one thing, that not many people know exactly who's doing what and how. It's not very coordinated just yet. Yes. Good to do. So to do. It, <laughs> Yes, I keep getting shipped around. Now go to the state. No, go to the federal. No, go to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'll get there though. I'll get I do. There. I do hope. And I, you have such a determination and drive. I have no doubt that you are going to be over there doing these vaccines. I can't. I, I can't see that not happening. Honestly. That's yes. 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 No, it will. It will definitely. And, and as I said, you you give so much of your time and your effort to other people and to other causes that it fulfills you in your own life. Mm. You know, definitely. Mm. So uh, this contest you're doing, where you said you can win thousands. I mean, who's sponsoring the contest for the um, the riddle books? Okay, so initially, um, as a, in the beginning, one of the things I do is I work with different organizations and uh, I'm able to get, uh, in some cases, a lot of um, products at a very low cost, mm -hmm. but uh, discounted. So uh, that had helped me a lot in the beginning to, to obtain these products. Um, that's one. So a lot of stuff were coming from myself, uh, from donations. And uh, right now we're also going out to partner because one of the things I know in, this, in marketing is that as you get out there, especially with where we're going and who we are partnering with, um, it allows us to get access to these places like maybe Nintendo and all these other organizations that we are looking to get sponsorship from. So we have already reached out to them. They're just waiting. And we know that if we can provide the numbers, um, they're more than willing to say, yes, we can work with you or provide you with the products to do your, your giveaways and things like that. So, so right now we is is there a contest going at the moment or are we still yes, waiting actually. oh there is there is one there is one there's one for the seven book it's a it's a contest for um for a kindle we so we have a kindle giveaway um and then we have an amazon gift card i think is a 25 yeah. or 50 dollars i'm not sure so we have a couple of those giveaways that start with a little right and try and make bigger as you go along when you get exactly. the sponsorship and the freebies and what have you exactly yeah. Yeah, got yeah. yeah. So, so we've had already three, two different giveaways um, for two of our books. Um, we had the Fun for Bets and the Bunny Line of Prices. Um, and we also had uh, um, 
at, uh, we had like a, a Zoom party, a Zoom celebration, and a Zoom kick kickoff. Um, so I get people by, behind me from different countries that are setting up meetings and, and, and launching these uh, projects. Um, and then, of course, we do the giveaway. Uh, we have a brand ambassador for our organization. Um, she's a model that she goes on to talk about the product. She talks, engage with the, the, in the like in this case, it's a mother's for the children's book. Um, and then she gets a lot of buzz and excitement and uh, we end up giving the prize away to the different people. So we have been finding success with that. It's been growing as we go. Has it, was with you, was it always charity work and going um, out of the US and going to these um, countries that needed help? before writing or was it before the writing. writing that determined you to go and start uh, giving your time to other places that needed you i think I, I think it was kind of together i think writing started because um when i i remember being in elementary school and i just the minute i got into the library and i feel like i could read <laughs> i think maybe at the third grade the second or third but a third grade maybe fourth so by the time I got to the sixth grade, in that little library of ours, it's probably like a, a whole house full of books. I've read every single book mm -hmm. um, that was written in a book, including encyclopedias. I would go through every <laughs> it was single so one desperate. Of them. Exactly. I wanted information. I was like, please teach me more, teach me more. <laughs> and the plus, I love when it talked about different countries. You would see all these different countries and what's going on. So that's when my world opened up because I had no other experiences, no ex other exposures. Uh, so that was one part. The second part was, I think one of my dreams in my life was to be a nun and wow. also to be a, a surgeon. So I was going to be a, a, a neurosurgeon and a, a nun. And so was going to travel. This is my life dream forever since I was a kid. Um, and I was going to travel the world and go out and, you know, do all these mission work and so forth. And I never had any specifics about it. It's just that as you're going along and you said, okay, I'm going to be a doctor, study this, do this. And I was going my own route. All of a sudden, my life just shifted and something else happened. And I ended up exactly here doing it differently than what I thought, but in a lot more positive, um, positive way, effective way. Exactly. We're, we're all here. We were put here for a purpose. And even if we go, we think we know the right way uh -huh. and we go a different way, it doesn't mean that we took the wrong path. It means we've, mm. we've took the way we should have took from the beginning. Yeah. That that it's, worked out, it's worked out better for you doing it this way than it probably would have if you'd done what you've always wanted to do. That wasn't your calling. <laughs> this is your calling. I know. When I look at, um, in the US, when I look at a lot of doctors, they have their fancy big houses and their cars, and but they work endless hours and they don't seem to be happy. <laughs> uh, whereas I, when I, I'm happy, when I go into overseas, I have people running up to me all the time, giving me hugs. It's like so excited mm -hmm. to see you all the time. Uh, I have little kids, you know, everybody comes to get their, their tooth pulled or uh, cleaned. And, and then, you know, when they're done, they, they go off smiling because you're fixed their tooth or you're pulling yeah. and extraction that's been bothering for weeks or months. And, and, you know, you make, it's very satisfying right then and there. Of course you, it is. You know, that's the most important thing. It's fill like, your heart, just fill your heart oh, with joy doing yeah. something like that. And let me tell you the best part. 
right after my 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 clinic because I would have the clinic from nine to nine. We always have a client a crusade, so they would leave my my clinic and they would go to the crusade right after that. And most of them would end up getting saved, majority of them. And you know the one thing they would say when they get there, they said the reason I came to this crusade, the reason I'm here today was because that clinic was over there. If it wasn't for that clinic, I wouldn't have been here today. Do you know? That do you know? Is, you oh. take somebody out of the equation and it can change thousands of people's lives because that person was never born. Mm. If you think if you think if you weren't here now, all of those people that you've helped so far, everything you've done in your life so far never happened. And that makes mm. you understand what your purpose is of what you've done. It gives you a, a full list of everything you've done. And if, you, if it weren't for you, then these children wouldn't have gone off smiling and, and happy that they've had their tooth taken out or gone to the crusade, like you said, and been saved. You've, you know, uh, you've changed people's, you've changed hundreds of people's lives, Athena. I don't know if you understand the, the, the amount that you do and, and the amount that you're going to do because of what you're trying to succeed with now with uh, the, um, the vaccine going over abroad and with the um, contests for, um, to get sponsors and what have you. Every little thing you've done has created such a difference in the world and to people and it's you who's done that and i don't know if you realize that um i i, I want to share something with you you were just you're just making me think about something that happened last year um during the pandemic uh i think when it started somewhere in maybe may or june when the, uh, all of a sudden um in places like you know the mission field that i go to in uganda um, a group of people all of a sudden stopped working. There was no food. There was no no assistance from the government. So people made no community programs. Um, and I would get a lot of reports where people were, you know, somebody had to kill their own kids and the family because they were starving. Oh, they couldn't. Gosh. Yeah, they couldn't. They just heard the wife keep saying, "I don't have any food. The kids are hungry. What are we gonna do?" And they just had to end their lives. And and then there was another situation where. Um, but I heard this after the fact, and I'll tell you what I did before that. Um, so there was a situation where there was this, this group of people, and this is where I went into the clinic as well. And these guys were, um, what happened? They had, um, they were talking about rats. There was a lot of rats in that little house that was staying behind. Mm -hmm. And the people from the community that would go out there, they would abandon babies there. They would find rats and food there. So they would go and take the rats and eat the rats. So they were oh, saying, oh my, my gosh. They were saying, and I have a video of that too. And so what happened was um, before the pandemic, I just felt like, you know, something was telling me, you know, call up these four people. So there was four people that came to my mind and they said, provide, call them and tell them this is what you're going to do. And so um, of course, I was a little hesitant because, you know, some of these people own their own businesses and they will they make their own money and things like that. So I felt like I was going to be insulting them. Mm. And so I, I, I was just quiet, but I called them up and I said, listen, uh, I was I was led to um, to share this with you and to tell you what's happening and what, how it, what's going to happen 
in the next few days while we're going to the pandemic. And so I informed them and um, some of them had families, young babies that were just born. And I said, we are giving you uh, a gift, $30 a week um, for you to support yourselves, provide food for yourself while you're in the pandemic. Um, and so I, and then there was a church organization. There was two, actually two organizations um, and they would take the money and they would go out, you know, and give it to the community buy big, big bags of what's it called? Portia, it's like um, maize flour. Yeah, yeah. Flour, yeah. And they would, um, so they buy these big bags of that and some rice. Um, and then they would just give bags out to people in the community and say, here, here's a bag. And that bag of rice, well, the poster would feed a family for about a week. And every week they would send me a video and say, you know, um, Dr. Adi, um, they call me Dr. Adi Upenda, which means Dr. Love. So they, um, they, they give you, so they would, they, they would give me these things and then they would show me the people. They would send me, show me people that were crawling on the floor without any legs. Um, people with a bunch of kids, like they couldn't, couldn't stand up at all. Um, you know, all these certain people from the neighborhood that was struggling. And I was like, it was tearing my heart, but I was so, so humbled to have been used in that, that, that experience um, and to be an instrument for that moment in their lives because it changed everything, which made a difference between life and death for these yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And everything you're doing, everything you're doing right now from writing a book to to bringing up people it's making a difference to so many people's lives and uh i think dr love is the perfect name for you <laughs> i think that's that's Hello. it's it's amazing <laughs> what you do athena i want to talk um, more about the books of course because uh, okay. that, that's what um you've got you've got two books yeah part one and part two uh, yes episode one and episode two Okay. And episode three is coming out on July 28th, by the way. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> are you with a publisher or are you independently published? We're independently published. Our company is actually called Just Believe Publishing Group. So, you, so you've got your own publishing uh, company, yeah. company. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> how I see this book is that you start reading it and you're reading it as a normal novel an adventure, yes. a mystery, whatever. And then mm -hmm. you come to the part where the reader needs to get involved. Mm -hmm. So is this where you have a, a riddle and you say in the book now, can you solve this riddle? Can you solve this puzzle? Yeah, I, in the, you guys got an advanced copy and that was just a draft, but the actual copy that's been released on Amazon there's a, a note that I write from the author. So I know from the mm -hmm. author, and I kind of give you a little bit of explanation as to what to expect in the book. There are a little mm -hmm. bit more puzzles and clues in there. Um, so I give you some hints. It's like, okay, the book is about this, and this is the reason why we're doing this. And uh, so please give us some ideas and thoughts or your responses and go to our website and engage with us and as well as other people around. So it's a way to get them to think, to ask questions, uh, to to you know, spot things that we haven't seen or they haven't seen um, or to ask questions about things they haven't seen. So uh, so there's a bunch of interactions with them from the, from different, different parts of the book. And, and how, how, um, how much interaction are you getting from the book? How many people are actually 
going to the website or to the chat uh, discord place and talking about the books and the riddles how 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 is it going actually it's pretty good the, the right now they've been talking all morning <laughs> um, and we just had a, a zoom meeting there was 15 people that showed up at the zoom meeting so it's kind of like an interview um, introduction and uh, so people ask me a lot of questions and uh, they're also in the group talking and they want to join the team, they want to do the curated and they want to see what else they can get done. So they already started the process um, today. They started about a few days ago, but now they're getting more engaged now the book has been launched. That's amazing. And I suppose they're really excited for book three to come out. <laughs> me too, actually, I'm ready for that <laughs> one. I'm so ready. <laughs> so, so my challenge was, I, I was a little frustrated because um, I was very interested in getting uh, Amazon. Uh, yeah, Amazon KDP has this um, Kindle Emotion thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your your books can be nice and illustrated. Now we did illustration. We have a nice cover for our book. Beautiful um, covers, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and it, it it has flyer and all this kind of stuff happening in the front of it. And I'm so excited, but I'm ready to do this book now. So I set up my book, my actual book, to actually have some abilities to be able to reveal a clue you know they press something they click on something so there's way of interacting in the book and that it can be a little bit more um a little more motion excitement and uh so when i set this up I, I went to try to launch it and all of a sudden it's like boom everything just went all over the place and i called them up and i said hey but you said i could do this and you said that you put it out there i read all the documentation on your book but and I tried to accomplish this thing and I set it up. It doesn't work. <laughs> then, then they finally told me at the end, after like 10 people have spoken to me, they finally said it. And well, you know what? You actually have to be a big publisher seller with us to get that special privilege to actually do the motion and the things in your book. I'm like, well, okay, nice to know. <laughs> Moving uh... on. To we're gonna actually we're gonna actually see if we can re advance talk to them about uh, becoming a seller in that case. Yeah, oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, but um, but we learn a lot. So now we we see what we can do, and we'll make adjustments in the next book, um, to see if we can get we we we'll put more storylines, more hints, um, and not focus too much on the, the interactive special effect parts but actually put them into the, the, the island, the, the crunchy island puzzle that people are gonna be running around to try to solve. Because from clues from the book, it will actually be within the, um, the island itself so that you, when you go on there, you'll land at the airport, for example, you'll end up in the police station, you'll go to the bulletin board, you'll see these codes and you'll be like, oh, what does this mean? Of course, so, the book tells you a little bit of it. Yeah, so while, while you're reading the book, you're actually being taken out of the book to the website where the island is, interacting yeah. there then going back to uh -huh. the book and then mm -hmm. going back to the island backwards and forwards so i think that's yeah where did you get the idea from this for this this is just oh amazing well i i i mean we know how when you love a book you just love to read it and then but it's done it's all done it's, mm. you know especially when i watch my favorite korean shows i'm like that was so exciting but where's the rest i want more <laughs> i want to keep going and going and interacting with it and so for me i find this is a good way to keep interacting with the characters as they develop and expose themselves and and you begin to see your, you connect a little bit more with them um so you become like a family you start to say oh i can you know i can uh, connect with this one i can uh, identify with what she's doing 
And so you, you, you start to talk about it more. Um, and the more you engage, the more, the more the book becomes popular again. And the ultimate goal is to reach our ministry, to get the mission accomplished. So, you know, we're doing two things, making fun for people, enjoying themselves. And of course, like I said, a lot of people are still on lockdown and yeah. not traveling and still don't have an opportunity to be outside. So this gives them something to do and interact with other people. So they not just be in the computer, going on Facebook, typing in regular messages here and not seeing people. They're now connecting, now engaging in something so exciting. And they get to be part of the process of developing it. You know, their clues can be put into the book. Their, their ideas about a character can be put in the book. And they can get to say, hey, I'm a creator. I did that. <laughs> you know, or I helped make this happen. <laughs> Do you put the like in the front cover, like uh, their name, just to say thank you to these people for? That's going on our website. In fact, we uh, we actually have done that for those who have participated in the Discord group so far. Um, when we do the videos, we we make sure we mention all the thankful people there. Um, wherever we do in writing, so we have a lot of write-ups going on all over the place. Have you, have you got a, you know. a name for your fans you know sometimes they have special names like for your fans like the riddlers are they called yeah, the riddlers that's yes exactly that's what it's called the riddlers let me see the exact name hold on <laughs> I, I i have a staff so the staff tends to do a lot of this stuff so it's called the seven riddle here is it thank you <laughs> this is the group here so the seven riddles official group Let's see. Yeah, it's an official group. So they're called the Riddlers. Riddlers, perfect. Yeah, the seven riddle riddlers. Seven yeah. seven riddle riddles, yeah. Yeah, the I thought that part. was the perfect name. Because normally when you have a really good good group of fans, you give them a nickname yeah. and you refer to them as the the Riddlers, like, how you doing Riddlers today? You know, and you call them that and they feel like they're part of something because they've been given this nickname and they're part of this yeah. group and it makes them feel special than just having a, um, a member and using their normal name you know calling them a riddler makes them part of the book part of the adventure yeah and one other thing too is that um we had uh, partnered up with a, a woman by the name is miss meyer um she runs the cabanata group um reading group in uh the philippines and what we have found was um, she's starting to actually increase her membership. And so she's joined and partnered with us. Um, and so because of our project, the people who have been dormant in most of these lists, I mean, people may have like 6,000 subscribers, but they really don't interact as much. Mm -hmm. But because of what we're doing, you're finding that more people are starting to wake up with the membership. They want to be involved. They want to come to the meetings. Um, and so even like next month, for example, they have me as the author of the month. For, oh. uh, for their kickoff so they're doing a big kickoff in philippines and i'm the the the, the, the guest special guest um but also um it's part of a project to help bring um encourage literacy in the country uh reading so people will start reading books one at a time whether from young or from old mm -hmm. and so they're they're they're, they're doing this massive campaign and it's going to start from here from this book uh from the from the group as well as from my book so I'm kind of excited. If the schools were open uh, and now we've got the summer coming so they're closed anyway, if they were open, oh, it would be an ideal place for your book for them to do, knowing that it's all to do with charity and why you've done it and where 
it's the end is where where the wherever the finish line is is going to inspire the kids it's going to uh, want the adults the teachers the headmistress to get involved and to to get um and, and help with it i think schools are ideal for uh, your project that's a great idea but you know the project doesn't end yet it's it's we have seven episodes so we only mm -hmm. have episode three coming out in July 28th, but mm -hmm. the last episode, the seventh one, will come out in March 2022, March 28, 2022, 2022, yes. But like I said, things have to get back to as much normality as we can so that yes. it's safe to go to the schools and talk to the kids. It's safe to interact we uh, with the adults, the teachers and everything. I think the um, going to the school and and speaking to the kids in assemblies and stuff about the book and about what you do and uh, and the mission and everything i think that's a uh, really good route for you to take once everything is comes back that's to good. normal in our in our city actually that's a very good idea now city massachusetts and boston area um everybody has gone back to school and as a of um, June 1st, I believe, yes, June 1st, um, there'll be no more mask uh, mandates. Uh, so people can walk around without a mask, they can go to school without a mask. Uh, and so now that opens the door actually, that's a very, very good idea. I'm actually gonna do it because I did it before, but not for my books. I did it with um, another organization I was helping Mm -hmm. And they were going around to the schools and they were performing for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so they were always eager to get them involved. And that is a very good idea, by the way. And can you I'm gonna actually start imagine if you did like three schools, okay? And I don't know how many thousands are in each school or whatever. Can you imagine half mm -hmm. of them then going over to the island, half of them going over <laughs> to your website, half of them going over to the Discord chat, I mean, we are talking a potential thousands of people going wow. and getting involved into your book and your project. Wow. I know for a fact that with the Crunchy team, their general um, live streaming are uh, usually over 150,000 wow. on average. Wow. So, and, and that's, so when people know that Crunchy Island's the one that is actually sponsoring this, this project or actually um, building our project um, and doing the hosting of it, all their friends, all the big time uh, game influencers are going to be flooding the whole scene and trying to be part of that and win those prizes. And they're going to bring their friends. So it, it is going to be a lot. Ah. Let's hope, let's hope the system doesn't crash from being overloaded. <laughs> That's Nintendo. We have to talk to them. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, how, it's amazing what, uh, what, what you've done, what you're doing, what you're going to do. It's just fantastic. And so many opportunities out there for you. Um, which you're taking already, but so many more. Like I said, with the, with definitely with the schools when when they're um, full again and and gone back to normal lessons again, to contact each one close to you. Being a local author gets you in the door anyway. The mission yeah. gets you in the door further, and then it uh -huh. being a children's book 
with interaction uh -huh. you 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 in you're on the stage already you know you've got it no one's going to say no <laughs> wow you just also gave me another idea i remembered that um oftentimes you can travel to women's uh reading clubs uh -huh. and you can talk to them women are very good there's a lot of book clubs all over even in the library i just saw the other day i was looking at it um on the screen i was like oh they have a book club and that's, uh, that's something a good idea. yeah i mean even going to the book club brilliant but why not to set up your own date at the library to have people <laughs> come to you and you explain yes. about your book and what you're doing and what the end result you want that's a very good idea. You know? That's an excellent idea. Yeah. This is this I'm is what I do. This is this is who I am. I, I do marketing and promotion and and um book trailers and narrations and publicism and managing authors. I've done it for years. I've I've been in this wow. business for 27 years. So uh, my ideas just spring out all the time. So that's why I've just threw all those things at you because they're just <laughs> went ah what about this and ah what about that and it just comes <laughs> comes natural to me what can i say <laughs> so i think yeah. um it's been such a, a pleasure chatting with you it's been an honor meeting you i can't wait to um promote your books and promote what you do um i can't wait for people to hear this show and uh, listen to the audio podcast as well so before we go, why don't you tell me where uh, people can uh, find your books and uh, where they can uh, join in with the interaction? Okay, so um, we have uh, a book is on Kindle. Um, we also should be releasing on uh, Kobo and uh, Barnes and Noble, but it's predominantly on Kindle first, so that's the first place to go. Um, we have our website, athenagoodman.com. Uh, you can get information about the book there. You can also contact me via this website. Uh, all on all our social media platforms is all based on my 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 uh, writer's name, Athena Goodman. So it's uh, cool. whether it's LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of them, they're all there. That's so excellent. Please reach out to me. I yeah, <laughs> I hope they do. I'll be putting all those uh, links on the end of the video, so they'll see them there as well, and it will be on the YouTube. Uh, information it's like i say it's just been an honor and a pleasure chatting with you and uh, you know where i am if you need me and i wish you all the best in everything you do you're an amazing amazing person um thank you so and, much uh, you know, and i hope we keep in touch uh, on facebook if nowhere else <laughs> definitely